don't know about you, but I'm so proud of all of the people who've been willing to share their stories with us today. It's not an easy thing to do uh, live or on video to, to open up your life, but I hope you see how powerful it is. And in fact, the only reason we do a service like this is, uh, is for one simple reason. It's so that you will know that God is still in the business of life change. Right? Because if that's not true, then what are we doing here? Are we just here out of, out of duty or obligation? Are we here um, to, to try to show honor or respect to some divine being? Or are we here to show a little gratitude? See, if, if God isn't actively working at changing people's lives, then, then why do we bother? See, here we, at St. John, we believe that Jesus came to do so much more than just get us into heaven someday. Although that's the, the great thing, that's the great gift, that's the crown jewel. We believe that Jesus actually came to bring us something in the here and now, that he came to advance his kingdom reign, the, the reign of God, the kingdom of heaven over us, so that it would come in us and through us to the world around us. See, see we believe that Jesus intends to lead us toward wholeness day by day. And that means we can change. But I wonder how many of us have given up on, on that possibility you, know, you, you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you see the face of a person who you have just given up. You, you've given up hope that you can be any different. You assume that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, that you're just going to be the person that you are. Uh, maybe you, you never can see a life without the pain or the hardship that you've been through. Or, you know, maybe, maybe your story's different. Maybe you're the person who has caused pain and hardship in other people's lives, and you look in the mirror, and you just assume that's who you're going to be. You're, you're just going to be someone who brings strife and pain to other people. Or maybe you look around the world, and you see this broken world that we're living in, and you just assume that tomorrow is going to be worse than today, and things are going to keep getting worse and worse. Maybe you assume that in your own life, you're going to keep tripping over those same struggles, over those same temptations, over and over and over again, without any growth, without any healing, without any victory or release. Or maybe you wake up in the morning and you look at that person who's laying next to you in bed, if, if, if you're uh, in that situation, and you discover that now you, you look at that person and you can't stand them. You're in a place in life where you can't stand that person, you can't stand the life that you're living, and you assume that it's always going to be just the way it is. See, we do this service for one reason, and that's to let you see that life change, it's possible. Otherwise, what are we here for? I mean, it's a pretty sad and hopeless life otherwise, isn't it? I want you to know life change is not only possible, but it's, it's probable. It's likely. It's happening all around you, and I hope this weekend just begins to open your eyes to it in the people around you, the people that you do life with, but even within your own life, to, to begin to look for traces of God's activity, to look for traces of life change. But here's what makes life change so hard. That I think most of us, you know, we'd love the idea of life change, but I think what makes it so hard is that life change, it costs more than we expect. It doesn't come as easily as we think, and it costs a lot more than we expect. Now, I, I think for a lot of us, we, we're used to being in church and talking about God's grace and how it doesn't cost anything and how Jesus gives us a free gift of salvation, and that's all true. 
And you can't earn life change in your life. God doesn't just change the lives of good people. That's not the point. But the point is that even though you can't earn life change, it will cost you something. It always does. For some of us, maybe the cost is that we have to be willing to die to the life that we're living now. You know, Jesus once said, he said, if you try to hold on to your life, if you love your life and you try to hold on to it, you will lose your life. But, he said, if you're willing to let go of your life and instead pursue the kingdom of God, pursue the gospel, then, uh, yeah, you let go of your life, but you actually gain a life that is richer and better and more meaningful. So, so for you, maybe the reason life change isn't happening in your life the way you want is because you're unwilling to die to the life that you're living today. You don't want to let go of it. Maybe it's too good. You've got a rich life. You've got a life full of all kinds of good things, and you don't want to let go of that. You don't want to trade that up for something better. You don't want to reorient your life toward the kingdom of God rather than whatever you're pursuing in your life. Or maybe there's some comfort in your life that you hold on to. Maybe there's something that brings you a lot of, a lot of comfort and helps you cope with life, and yet it's keeping you stuck. It's keeping you stagnant on your journey, yet you hold on to it because it helps you deal with life. And you don't want to let go of that. You're not willing for that to, uh, to cost you anything. Or maybe uh, for you in life, the cost will be some of the things that we've talked about today. Maybe the cost is cancer. Or maybe it's having a child with special needs or going through some medical hardship. Or uh, you know, maybe, it's, maybe it's some other abuse or victimization. Maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's some sort of suffering or trial in your life. See, often the things that we would never dream of for ourselves or ever want in our lives, that we would never wish on our worst enemy, those are the very things that God uses to change us. I want you to hear how James put it in the Bible. James chapter 1 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Isn't that exactly what you do when you face a trial? You go, woohoo! Yeah? Of course not. We look in the mirror and we say, why me? Or we start to question and say, God, are you good? And, and why is this happening to me? And, and God, no fair. And, and we hunker down and we try to sh- shield ourselves from the pain of whatever we're going through. But James says, do something different. He said, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Hear what he says? It's through trials that you can become mature and complete, not lacking anything. But how many of us are willing to pay that price, the price of trials, the price of joy? See, as I hear today's stories, What I don't hear is I don't hear a bunch of people saying, hey, life was bad and now it's all good and now I have a happy ending. So many of these people still face challenges in their lives. And many of them carry battle wounds that they will have to continue to deal with as they go forward. But you know what I hear? I hear people who are saying that the trials they've experienced, the troubles that they, that they have gone through, that they are being given something better in exchange for those Troubles. They are receiving for their troubles something that is so much greater than a trouble-free, easy life. What they're receiving is a deeper connection with their Father in heaven. And I just want you to know that this is where life change starts. It's not about trying harder or believing more. It's not just about endurance or determination, not those things alone. 
Ultimately, what changes us is when we come face to face with the deep, relentless, transforming, forgiving, all-powerful love of God. When we learn that he can be trusted with our life, with our joys, with our shame, and with our pain. So today I have two simple questions for you. The first question I want to ask is, do you believe that life change is possible? Do you believe that God is still in the business of it? Do you believe that God still wants to take you deeper and he wants to sand off some of your edges and he wants to bring healing to your brokenness? He wants to bring forgiveness to your failures. He wants to bring an end to your shame. Do you believe that God has the means to do that and the will to do that? Do you believe first, do you believe that God is still in the business of life change and he wants to do it for you? That's the first question. And then the second question I want to ask you today is, what are you willing for it to cost you? Can you lean into your struggles? Can you trust God with the greatest source of pain, the greatest source of shame, the thing that you hide from everyone else, the thing that eats you away? Can you trust that into God's hands? Can you trust him with the things that were sent to destroy you? And can you trust that he can use those things that were sent to destroy you, that that he can redeem those things, and he can even use those things for your good? Do you believe God is still in the business of life change? And what are you willing for it to cost you? See, depending on your answers to those questions, you can change. God wants to. He's your father in heaven and and he wants to lead you toward wholeness. He does not want to leave you stuck in the place that you are today, even if it's a pretty good place. He wants to take you further and deeper. He wants to accomplish more in you and through you. He's willing. Are you? Are you?